You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening everybody i hope everyone's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far oh man okay so usually i get so hyped doing episodes um and i I feel like i do have to okay so number one obviously because like the content that we talk about is just so like it gets you so hyped up we're talking about combat sports we're talking about mixed martial arts uh it just gets you going like right away you know like all the adrenaline is just like all over your body so i uh, you know i as the host i get so hyped up every single time so that's reason number one that um, there's just so much hype with every single episode. But also number two, I feel personally that um, it has something to do with the timing of our recording time uh, because I usually record after I come home from a full day of work. And I feel like I, I kind of usually do it directly after i get home like after i have a quick snack or whatever it is i sit down and do tko right away because i i still have that hype from you know me just being on the go 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 the whole day and i kind of want to continue it excuse me continue it just onward with the show and then after i finish recording uh i'm still hyped i'm still hyped and i don't know if you've watched monster inc (laughs) the little girl from monster inc uh when she's just like running around all the time trying to play and whatnot and then she's in bed and like in 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 a matter of a blink she just kind of like falls asleep so that's literally me on the days that i have to record tko it's just like hype 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 go 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 and then boom it's it's uh sleep time and then i just fall asleep so okay that's usually the case but right now i have personally noticed something different uh, in my own like physical state like physiological state so before i sat down to record tko after work um i had a meeting okay and after the meeting uh i did a quick workout and then after my quick workout i uh showered and then i ate dinner and right now this is like kind of like close to my um bedtime but here i am trying to do tko so yes i do have the energy and everything but i'm just like in such a calm state of mind like she is well fed she has exercise she has uh done everything that she's had to throughout the day she's done work she's done meetings um everything's just checked off and here we are so it's like i'm literally doing like a tko diary (laughs) before bed so i mean i don't know honestly i don't know if you can tell anything any difference with the hype of the episode today compared to any other day but in case you notice something uh in case you notice Janan being more uh you know just like on a on a chiller uh state <laughs> that's what's up definitely know that okay Ooh. okay um uh, see oh my god 
I feel like that was the case before I started talking for the past five minutes and I'm already like just constitutively just so much more hyped just because I'm doing TKO. So you know what? Maybe you shouldn't really watch out for my chillness because I'm already like I can feel myself getting hyper or yeah hyper yeah like more hype <laughs> as the minutes go by okay so yeah i hope everybody had a fantastic week and a phenomenal day um it is uh i feel like we can okay so like for all the previous weekends we had really exciting fights happening and then i feel like we've kind of reached a point that the promoters and the organizations are like okay oof you know we've we've done so much with our previous shows now let's just kind of like chill a little bit and uh i mean there's still events going on don't get me wrong but with regards to some of the bigger fight cards that they've had uh so far in the year now this is a time that they're gonna be taking like a couple of weeks of break and then they're gonna go right at it again so um this upcoming weekend we're actually gonna be having a ufc fight night um a light heavyweight bout between tiago santos and magomed ankalaev excuse me which is gonna be a very exciting fight um the two guys are ranked number five and six in the light heavyweight division respectively um i'm just gonna briefly talk about it because i'm not sure if we're gonna be having enough time to talk about it more later in the show so tiago santos you guys probably know he is a former title challenger in the light heavyweight division he's fought awesome people um like john jones the legendary john jones in the light heavyweight division um so he's definitely proved himself through and through in this weight division Mm, okay so i do have to admit this i feel like even though he has a lot of talent um he has a he he just uh, has it on a different level unfortunately i feel like in the past his uh skill set was kind of overshadowed by those of bigger people in this weight division like john jones and people like jan blokovich and uh, Daniel Cormier and whatnot. Um, and since some of those people have either retired of, or moved up a weight division to the heavyweight division, I feel like now is actually the time for someone like Tiago Santos to shine through and to show to the whole division that, um, yeah, he actually indeed deserves to be a top five contender and he deserves to move up in rankings and potentially fight for the title again um, against the current champion, Glover Teixeira. So um, I do see that coming for him. Um, and yeah, like I said, I do see the path kind of like cleared up for him and the future is very bright for him. So this is going to be one of those fights that's going to be determining for his career because... He is not going to be uh, fighting off against any easy opponent. He's going to be fighting off against uh, Dagestan's very own Magomed Ankalaev, who is um, actually kind of new to the UFC. But for the fights that he's had in the UFC so far, he's definitely shown that, okay, yes, he is a Dagestani boy. And uh, he, like, <laughs> everything you kind of, like, stereotypically, I guess, expect from a Dagestani fighter, he has it uh, to the max uh, at a level of a light heavyweight fighter. So, um, fantastic wrestling. And then um, just because he is in the light heavyweight division, with every strike that he throws, um, it ultimately possesses so much more power, right? So combine the wrestling with 
like very good striking and then just adding in like a little bit of um, accuracy and in, in those uh, strikes and then you have something like a very very good mix <laughs> of everything in a mixed martial artist right so um, that is definitely going to be a challenge for Tiago Santos um, it is going to be a very interesting fight for Magomed and Goliath Tiago Santos is um, overall a very well rounded fighter um, he doesn't really discriminate between uh, striking game versus ground game. Um, and I do see this fight potentially going to the ground because I do see Magomed uh, trying to wrestle with Tiago and try to potentially go for a submission. Uh, but for Tiago to win this fight and to dominate over Magomed, uh, I would say he needs to keep him on the on the outside uh with his strikes because tiago um we've seen how accurate his strikes are in the past in his um uh recent fights and so i would say in order for him to win he needs to outbox magomed um and goliath and uh potentially keep him on the outside so that magomed cannot even attempt for takedowns in this fight overall it's gonna be a very exciting fight uh, honestly, I saw this bout and I thought to myself, we haven't had a really good light heavyweight fight in a while. So this is going to be one of those ones that you definitely have to sit down and watch, especially because uh, since John Jones and Danny Cormier, the two former light heavyweight champions, have left the division, there's just been a lot of um, shifts in the, in the weight division. And we definitely, we obviously have a new champion, Glover Teixeira. Um, but for him to fight his future title challenger, that's going to be a very interesting thing to watch out for. Um, this is going to be one of those determining bouts that's potentially going to give us some cues as to who that next title challenger would be. So Tiago Santos versus Magomed Ankalaev definitely catch up with it this Saturday night. And actually, uh, the main card is going to start at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So make a note of that. It is not going to be like your regular pay-per-view uh, main card start times. It is going to start at 7 p.m. Do not miss it. All right. Okay. So uh, going back to what I was saying before this breakdown. Uh, yeah. So I feel like most organizations have had a lot of big fight cards so far in the year. And um, they, they uh, are starting to plateau a little bit, if you will. And uh, in the next couple of weeks, we are still going to be having fights, but they're not going to be necessarily like big name fights or pay-per-view fights. But how about we just talk about what happened this past weekend with UFC 272 Covington versus Masvidal. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best not to be biased here, okay? Because uh, if, you, if you guys have been catching up with our show... You probably can can remember and you can literally like go back for yourself and listen to previous episodes of me just just literally fangirling over the two of these guys um, because I absolutely love uh, both of them. I admire um, and have a lot of respect for both of their fighting styles. And you guys already know um, I'm probably the biggest Jorge Masvidal fan 
out there um and okay i'm not like one of those casual fans uh i've been catching up with his work since uh his early days and before his uh days of fame if you will um but he is like for whatever reason actually no i do have a lot of reasons as to why uh hospital is one of my all-time favorites maybe i'll talk about them on, on this episode we'll see if we have time but um yeah he is one of my all-time favorites and he was fighting it's kind of hard not to get biased when your favorite fighter is fighting and also um on a side note okay and i don't want this to come out the wrong way um when 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 you have like when you're rooting for someone okay um you really really want them to win but your logical brain <laughs> is telling you oh but like the opponent oh okay like statistically uh things just don't match up the numbers don't match up the guy that you're rooting for he's probably gonna lose right but who cares like the heart wants what it wants like your heart is rooting for jorge masvidal so yes i love jorge masvidal i admire him in so many different ways um i don't know if i said this on our previous episodes but um when i was giving you the breakdown and even for myself and the article that i wrote for the ontarian earlier just breaking down this fight um when you put like when you do the side-by-side comparison of the two guys' skill sets and their uh, recent professional records or like the recent fights that they've had um, and just how they fight in general, you can get a general sense of who was going to win this fight just by numbers and statistics and doing a side-by-side, even like fight highlight comparison so i know this is gonna sound so hypocritical but okay i love jorge masvidal i love him to death uh, and if i see him one day in person i'm probably gonna pass out that's that's how much i'm obsessed with him but um it w- it was very okay it was very obvious <laughs> that colby covington was just a stronger fighter in this case even prior to the fight happening so we already knew that Colby Covington uh, came from a very strong wrestling background, right? And uh, even in the in the training uh, footage that we had available on social media and on YouTube and everything else, we could see that um, the type of training that Colby Covington was put under it was just on a on a whole nother level compared to Mosfidals. Mosfidal, I mean, both guys are training hard like really really hard which like beyond every regular person's imagination right but i'm just saying uh i've seen a lot of training videos and you can just tell like if someone's just putting in that extra effort and it looks like literally impossible to do you can you can tell like it doesn't require personal experience like oh you know oh yeah i i can run like 10 miles in a day whatever or i can do like burpees and then i just literally do it like a, a quick sprint right after no it's it's not that like you just you can't tell if somebody's putting in that extra bit of effort in their training versus if they're not so um we had a lot of that information available to us prior to this fight and uh 
we could also go back to how both guys had thought in their recent fights so yeah we we love Masvidal why do we love Masvidal because he's just so unorthodox in his fights and uh he's a fan favorite because he's had a lot of cool knockouts right he's had fights that have led to knockouts in less than 20 seconds which is unbelievable and it's great to show and like um uh, fight promos and whatnot um it's amazing right but does that really test your ability as a fighter or as an athlete right do you get my point so yeah he can do these amazing knockouts but can he actually fight the full 25 minutes of a fight versus colby covington um his most recent fights being like he fought against the former champion excuse me ooh, he fought against the current champion kamar usman damn ah oh, i cannot believe i was disrespecting mr kamar usman that way okay but <laughs> yeah so his recent fight against kamar usman um that that one the full uh uh length of the fight and then the previous ones and the previous ones he had to fight 25 minutes full 25 minutes for at least three of his most recent fights um and that's no easy task right um to be putting in a lot of effort and training that's one matter and then for you to actually do it like apply it in a real life situation that's also another matter because in real life in a real um professional fight you're not sparring you're not um your opponent isn't uh, trying to be careful that they don't hurt you and stuff like that. Uh, you're going full on out there, full on just explosiveness, right? And your opponent is just out there trying to come and get you uh, to hurt you to the maximal capacity, right? Uh, so it is as hard as it can get. But Colby Covington, he showed us that um, he can endure that and uh, he has it in him to tolerate tough uh, conditions like that for future times to come, right? And uh, yeah, you can argue that, okay, like in those fights that lasted the full 25 minutes for Colby in the past, like, okay, yeah, he, he won some, he lost some. Uh, but the thing is... He wasn't like knocked out. He wasn't finished in those fights. He was actually able to endure all the pain that he was feeling in those fights. Um, so you do have to, even though there, like, there might be some bias involved when you're trying to put the two next to each other, trying to do like a legit comparison. There might be some bias, but you have to be objective at some points. And I'm saying this uh, from the lens of a Jorge Masvidal fan. I'm still giving credit to Colby Covington because he's just an incredible athlete. And no, I don't necessarily agree with some of the things that he says in his like trash talkings or like the way that he decides to market himself, even though at times it's pretty funny. But um, yeah, I in this case, I'm always team Masvidal, right? But uh, you cannot ignore the facts. You cannot ignore the statistics in this case because um, they they were correct. Um, two plus two equals four. And in this case, uh, everything that I just said about Colby Covington, it all added up together to um, be like make him be extremely dominating in this fight. So that's how the fight went for the most part on Saturday night. Um, it was mostly a match of uh, wrestling. 
And uh, I do have to give credit to Masvidal too because Masvidal didn't just, you know, just randomly gas out. Like he was going um, head to head against Colby Covington. Like, yeah, it was really difficult for him to get a hold of Colby. Uh, the two are just really going at it. Um, but because Colby was bringing in more, like stronger wrestling um, vibes, if you will, I just lost some terms for that. Um, that's why the fight was more favorable towards Colby Covington, because that's how he was trying to put pressure on Masvidal. He, w- he was the one controlling the fight mostly, even though Masvidal was able to endure everything that Colby was trying to do to him in this fight. It was still Colby's fight because he was the one initiating all that pressure uh, with his wrestling, um, trying to neutralize everything that Masvidal was trying to, was potentially going to like do to him, right, in this fight. Overall, it was a good fight. Um... I feel like, I don't know, I would personally love to see it happen again. Um, I want Mospital, okay, this, this is like a very unpopular uh, opinion, but hear me out. I really want Mospital to change coaches. And I know I'm going to get a, a lot of hate on this because you're going to be like, Janan, what are you seeing? Like, Mospital's been, uh, been with the same coaches forever for as long as he's been in professional mixed martial arts and uh, there's just no way like there's a matter of the matter excuse me of loyalty and everything else that comes with it like there's no way but um in my opinion if Masvidal really wants to continue in this sport he needs to improve like he needs to literally evolve his skills uh for him to be at a competitive level at least in this uh 170 pound weight division that's exactly what he needs to do and i feel like it's worth considering um because what's the point of being a professional fighter when you can't really deliver all the time when you can't keep up like keep up consistent efforts to win fights right we love knockouts we love awesome finishes and fights but it needs to be consistent we cannot just have a beautiful knockout for one fight and then three losses in a row you you potentially getting knocked out you know just stuff going to crap we cannot have that. If you really want to stay in this game, you have to put an effort and you have to um, have a lot of sacrifices. And I feel like this is a sacrifice that's worth making. I'm not saying you should just like, you know, block them on Instagram or something. You know, <laughs> you get my point. Um, it's merely a business decision. It's like a professional decision for him to move to a better gym or just like switch some of his coaches around um so that he's well like more prepared in his upcoming fights and that he anticipates better what's going to be coming towards him um and in future fights if he's told that okay yeah i'm going to be fighting like the best wrestler in this weight division obviously i need to work on my wrestling defense right stuff like that i feel like it was just very um it could have like certain things could have been avoided in this fight if 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 Masvidal had that top notch training, right? Um, but you know, uh, it's his life. It is it's it is his professional career. 
he can do whatever he wants maybe he just uh because he does actually so you guys know masvidal jorge masvidal has uh, his own bare knuckle mma fighting championships right so game bread fighting championships is his um so he has a whole business and then um he has a liquor business as well if i'm not mistaken so he has a lot going on and he doesn't necessarily have to keep on fighting to make money but if he like i know the type of person that he is he is a brawler he started out from um street fighting so fighting is is in his dna and is in his blood um it's very hard for him or rather i don't see him quitting the game just because he wants to like get into business and make money i do see him staying in mma just for the sake of mma because he just loves the game so much um i do see that for him but i'm just saying like you know from the perspective of an outsider and uh from the perspective of a very uh uh empathetic uh fan I really want him to step up his game and make necessary sacrifices so that he can become the best version of himself. Um, that's what I'm hoping for Jorge Masvidal. But overall, it was a it was a very uh, interesting fight. Uh, yeah, we didn't have like any exciting outcomes from that fight. But overall, it's just it was really uh, interesting to see how shots were being traded and how um, techniques were being exchanged in this fight. Overall, it was a good fight. And just to uh, briefly allude allude to uh, what Colby Covington said in his post-fight interview because they asked him, okay, who do you want to fight against next? He said he wants to fight against Dustin Poirier, which was very surprising to me. I was personally expecting a native um, welterweight uh, for his next call out but he actually called out a guy who is a weight division lower than him in the lightweight division which makes me think okay so Dustin Poirier yeah like does he usually walk around close to uh the 155 pounds in the lightweight division that he usually fights at probably not he probably has to cut a lot of weight for him to weigh at 155 pounds so if colby called him out for a fight at 170 pounds uh it makes sense uh because dustin poirier he looks like the type of guy who could um easily also fight at 170 pounds a weight division higher even though he has not fought in this weight division before so that's going to be one thing that's going to be interesting for dustin fighting colby because this is this is colby's home weight division right so he's gonna have a lot of advantages if the fight does happen at 170 but dustin is the one who's potentially gonna um face more disadvantages because yeah he he's not really like cutting a lot of weight but he hasn't fought in this weight division before he doesn't know if um he has that uh how much weight is it like f extra 15 pounds um he doesn't know if it's gonna be impacting his cardio and stamina um if he's gonna be as quick on his feet as before all the, you know things like that but you know when you are also adding on weight um that can also help you in different ways so it can also help you increase the power of your striking and uh it can give you that extra knockout power in your shots which is 
like it's it's a huge benefit uh, right so there are some pros and cons uh but i feel like if they want to make it fair for both guys they should probably have it at 160 at a catch weight so that colby has to go down a weight division and dustin has to go up a weight division or i know i know it's not like the same still because you know 155 to 170 just try to find like something in between it's gonna be disadvantages to at least one of them but i feel like this is the most fair way to do it right but that is gonna be an interesting fight if they do decide to make it happen we already know that colby's gonna bring in that strong strong wrestling and we know that mr dustin poirier is gonna be coming up with that um because dustin poirier has the best boxing in the lightweight division already and so if we do get that fight happening in the future it's going to be a classic um about between wrestling versus boxing and um, the same old stuff that we've been seeing in the ufc for the past two decades but i just i like a different level it's going to be beautiful to watch i'm i'm definitely going to be tuning into that fight um it'll be very interesting to see how things will turn out but you know what? Good for good for Colby Covington for stepping out of his comfort zone and honestly just trying to involve as many people as possible in his like professional drama, if you will. Uh, good for him. He knows exactly what to do to gravitate um, a lot of people to his fights and to grab viewer viewers and whatnot. So it's all good for him. But shout out to Honestly, shout out to both Colby and uh, Jorge for putting on a great fight this past Saturday. It was great to watch. Um, I wish both of them the best in the future. All right. I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download them. And until next time, it's your girl, Jonon, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.